Are you also tired of one-size-fits-all weight loss plans? Meet Noom, the personalized solution that meets you where you are. Noom is able to understand your unique needs, from dietary restrictions to medical concerns. Unlike restrictive programs, Noom embraces your lifestyle and choices. Discover a sustainable approach to weight loss, tailored just for you. Honestly, Noom felt like it was made for me. It's not just about what I eat. It's about understanding why. With Noom, I've learned so much about myself and built healthier habits that stick. It's all about progress, not perfection. Say goodbye to restrictive diets and experience the Noom app for yourself with personalized lessons and expert coaching. Noom's psychology and biology-based approach has helped over 5.2 million people achieve their goals. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M.com. And check out Noom's first-ever cookbook, The Noom Kitchen, for 100 healthy and delicious recipes to promote better living. Available to buy now wherever books are sold. Hello and welcome to the Green Industry Podcast with Paul Jamison. This show is all about helping lawn care and landscape professionals take your business to the next level. Paul is the author of three best-selling books, including Cut That Grass and Make That Cash, and his brand new book, 101 Proven Ways to Increase Efficiency and Make More Money in Lawn Care. Now available on Audible and narrated by Mr. Producer. Here's your host, Paul Jamison. Hey, what's going on, guys? Welcome to today's program coming to you from the ATL in studio from Mexico. My boy, Felipe Saldana. What's up, Felipe? <laughs> hey, man. What's up? I'm doing good. Welcome back to the show. For those of you who don't know Felipe's story, you used to actually work with me back in the day. Then you started your own lawn care business and then quickly realized you didn't want to be doing all kinds of services and you niched down to be in the fertilization and weed control. So what's going on, Felipe? It's going good. I think business is going well. Um, we've grown a lot this year. Um, I think we service around 460 houses here in the metro Atlanta area uh, from Lawrenceville, Georgia, which is Winnett County. We go about 20 miles out. So, yeah, that's our coverage area. We do Alpharetta, Roswell. We do a little bit of Marietta, um, Lawrenceville, all of Winnet, and Buford. Buford's a good area for us. Yes. Yeah. And for those of you who don't know these suburbs of Atlanta, uh, this is my, my neck of the woods as well. And actually, Felipe, we're doing an event in Atlanta on February 6th and 7th down in, in Marietta, the Cobb Galleria. It's called Sync Live. So we're going to be, uh, Howard Brothers is going to be there, all kind of other companies are going to be there. We're, uh, and uh, Naylor and Jeremiah Jennings and myself are going to be podcasting there on uh, Monday and Tuesday, February 6th and 7th. So nice shout outs to the Atlanta peeps. Come on out to sync live and hang out with us. So, and I mentioned you're from Mexico, but you were just born and raised there. You've, you've lived here in Atlanta for several years since I've known you. Yeah. Yeah. For, for, since uh, first grade all the way to college. Yeah, I did. I've done life here, married an American wife. White, um, white girl, white girl. Yeah. So it's like, we have two beautiful sons. So yeah. how old's the baby? Uh, one is currently eight months. The other one's uh two, a little bit over two and a half. Okay. So once an infant, once a toddler. 
Yeah, well, it's been really cool to watch me, Felipe, go from you just – you'd give me a hand when it worked out for your schedule. I, I've always need uh, somebody. Your father is an incredible um, tree climber, one, one of the best in Atlanta. So you had experience of, you know, working in landscaping, and you always did such a good job working – when you worked with me, I mean, you were just very, very good worker. And so to take that work ethic – I think a lot of people have that, but they don't understand the business side of running 460 customers profitably. How, how did you kind of learn all the uh, administrative side of how to communicate with your customers and, and, you know, managing 460 people? Yeah. I, um, I learned by actually growing, um, working in one of the big companies here, they service around 10,000 customers. Uh, I used to work for Kimco and Weedman. Those are big, big guys. You, you were the weed man. Yeah, I worked for them. And that, then, that, that could be misunderstood. <laughs> some, part, some parts of Lawrenceville. Actually, have a, I, I still have their jacket, and it says weed man, and it's like people look at you know, weird, and I feel weird wearing it because it's, you know, sketchy. Yeah, you were the weed man. <laughs> but, but yeah, that's how I um, learned, and you got to learn from a mentor or a big company and you have to learn how to do it right from the get go. I yeah. think it's very important. Yeah. So you, you actually learned this chemical treats this weed, this one doesn't. And you learned that working for Chemco and the weed man. And so, so you got the technical side of things down, but how, how quickly did you learn? I know Lamont Hairston's texting you or, you know, DMing you like, <laughs> man, what do I do about this? What do I do about that? Like, and I honestly, in the fertilization and weed control business, I quit, we have a mutual friend, Russell Skipper. I, I quickly realized I don't want to mess with it and got him involved. Um, yeah. How, how did you kind of learn the money side of things? Uh, the money side, starting off, I um, copied, kind of copied and pasted their pricing because I, I, I used to sell for them. So oh, so you knew their pricing. Yeah, I knew their pricing in and out. Like I knew their numbers. From, but I didn't know how they came up with them. I just know you your charge. The end good. result was, and they probably had way more overhead than you because you yes, yes, they yes. Have probably had more than four hundred and sixty clients. Mm -hmm. So starting off, I'm like, if I just charge relatively the same price they do, I'm sure I'll be set from the get go. And yeah, and starting off, it it worked out. But obviously, with you know inflation and everything happening, you have to adjust their prices. And even them, I just talked to one of their sales tech about a month ago when I was out on the field, and he, they told me they they go up every year on their pricing too. And now their old minimum is now a new minimum, <laughs> so it's not you know mm -hmm. versus like say thirty bucks, thirty five dollars was the bare minimum for a tiny yard. Now. $40 is their new minimum for anything just to pull, pull the truck out there and spray. So you have to adjust your prices, but yeah, starting off with, I started about five years ago, four and a half, five years ago. Man, time flies by. Yeah, That is crazy. I remember the, your humble beginnings and, and what made you go from lawn mowing and landscaping now to, to be, you're just only doing fertilization heading into 2023. Yeah, uh, yeah, a hundred percent just How, fertilizer. How's that lawnmower I gave you? <laughs> I still have it. I, it was a uh, yeah the it was a Toro. What was it? Electric twenty one inch. The, is that the one? Yes, I I think so. <laughs> battery powered. Battery powered. Yeah. It, I wanted to try it out, and it's good for small yards. I think the only thing I wish it had a little bit longer battery life, mm. but it cuts fantastic. So. 
I like it. I think because I have a my yard's about ten thousand square feet, I'm probably gonna end up buying a zero turn this spring. Yeah. So So that's the only mowing you're doing is in at your own house. Yeah, even then last year I actually hired somebody to mow my yard. Okay. Because it's just um I'm so busy with, with my work that I just you know, I don't wanna cut my yard to be honest i just want to be at the house how much revenue did you do last year with 460 customers that's eight apps a year eight apps a year um yeah i think we did total 175 175 thousand dollars that's how much my business i single-handedly brought in by myself top line revenue yeah and then you're just the solo solo so yeah my profit margins are very very great because it's just me so i pay myself and i work for my house and and i don't have a high overhead so just the chem i mean buy, buying the fertil- fertilizer and the um pre-emergent and whatnot that that's your main cost yeah. yeah that's my main cost yeah and we did yeah about 175 so where do you buy your fertilization and at Helena or I buy it at Triangle Chemical. Okay. It's they're about um over there where I get it from, they're about a mile down. I just know the guy Cody, he's a really good sales rep and he's he's helped me with, you know, come up with a program. He answers all my questions. I think it's super important to have uh in a way like a mentor too on top of it. Someone who knows the ins and outs of the the science behind the products. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they help you with calibration and application rates and, hey, what kind of weed is this? What product? Even me doing this, you know, for years, I still need that, you know. You're the weed man, Felipe. <laughs> yeah, we all need the it. The weed man still needs a, a guy. Yeah, I'm just talking amongst us, like Russell Skipper, he's a, he's a great dude. I always text him and I'm like, hey, you know, what? how much would you charge for this? Hey, you know. What is this fertilizer help uh, working out? You know, the slow release liquid versus granular. You know, you always ask questions like that. What would you do with this customer? You know, when do you go up on prices at the beginning of the year or at the end of the year? You know, what did he say? He says he sends up uh, at the end of the year. He'll, he gives them a letter and he says, hey, you know, everything obviously is going up for everyone. So you have to somewhat go up to whether it's from what I hear, bare minimum 5%, mm-hmm. all the way up to, I've heard guys go up to 20%, maybe higher. It all depends on your situation. Yeah, but when you're a pro like Russell, you go up every single year. Your customer expects that it's going to be bumped up a little bit. And guys, if you need help to communicate the messaging to your current customers that you're raising your prices, I have a template at greenindustrypodcast.com that actually talks about how we're absorbing the cost, all of our costs are going up. We need to absorb that. And so there's a price increase this year. You know, last year it was $47 per application. This year it's $54 or yeah. $52. And anyway, that letter is, I'm giving you the abbreviated, abbreviated version, but that, that letter says it very concisely. And you can um, email that to your customers and then just plug and play their name into it. It says insert date here insert name here so i have that for you guys yeah at greenindustrypodcast.com and that's what russell does that's what you know yeah. the pros do pros every do. single year and what's happening felipe is guys haven't been raising their prices and then like you said inflation all these things are like waking them up and they're like 
I got to raise my prices. And it's like, we well, should have been raising your prices all the time, the whole time, but it's good to start and get in that habit. This isn't a one time yeah. thing because of something happened and um, whatever. No, make this a part of the rhythm and the routine that, that you're going to raise your price every single year. Yeah. And we, this, this is actually the first year that we actually were going up on absolutely every customer. Mm-hmm. And, um, so far we haven't gotten, everybody's been very understanding, you know, everybody understands and the cost of living's going up, cost of products, material, labor. So what's your, what's your best story this year? I know Jason Creel told us one where we walked up and the guy's like, don't even bother wasting your time. You're fired. He fired, he fired Jason Creel. <laughs> and uh, he's like, it's a pretty funny story, but I'm sure if it's 460 oh, customers, man. you can't keep them all happy. What's the funniest story? Um, the funniest story. Oh yeah. I I don't know if it's funniest, but it, 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 so this guy, he hired me at the beginning of last year and he was, I was treating his yard and the first two applications was, was, which was January through March. I put the pre-emergent down and, uh, it was a brand new cell, but he needed, um, he had, he had some, uh, it was bahia grass and that looks kind of like um like a long weed it's it's in bermuda usually here in georgia when they put the bermuda a lot of times there's a lot of wild grass and a lot of it it's bahia grass and you have to put a certain product that kills it here in georgia it's tribute is what we use well long story short is i just started treating this guy's yard um i probably did three i think it was actually three apps and then he says, you know what? Uh, stop treating my yard. I'm going to try to take it on. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I service his neighbor right next to him. Oh, man. And then he, he, uh, I said, certainly, yeah, you can do that. Um, and then he started treating his yard. Oh, man. He burnt, he literally burned his yard and he had patches all over. And it was in the heat of the summer and cause he was trying to spray it himself. I guess he just, he didn't calibrate it well, oversprayed. He sprayed Roundup. Oh. <laughs> so it just destroyed his yard. And, oh. and, <laughs> and every time like, um, I would show up, I'd be like, man, like he, if he only would have just stayed with me that he would have saved himself thousands of dollars now he has to replace the sod he lives in the hoa it looks horrible and then he's just sitting there looking at his neighbor right next to him super green weed free yard (laughs) and my son there and i'm like if you only would have paid the 40 dollars just to treat it i mean that's what was going on in my head what's that song how how do you like me now (laughs) yeah (laughs) and and it was um it that that to me it was just like man like i it just, it, it showed me that, you know, it's always best to hire a professional, even if, you know, it, cause they know exactly what to do in certain situations. And it was funny, but not funny because, uh, at the same time you're seeing this man, you know, he's just trying to save money, but it ended up costing him. Well, a lot I, and I even think that's how we, as, as marketers, we have to think about like, yes, technically you could go, you know, figure out to buy this product to kill this weed and that, you know, don't spray this product on this turf. And like, you could go and study all of that and go and buy all of the stuff, but it would actually be cheaper just yep. to have me do it. Cause you're, you're getting obviously at a, a, a different price because you're getting qu- uh, volume and you already have the experience as the weed man. 
And I think as, as marketers, we need to explain that to the customer when they's like, well, I just, you know, I just do it myself or, you know, my husband, he likes to do that. He'll just get, you know, I, you know, he, he, he'll just get the bag at the, at the, the big box store or whatever. It's like, no, we, we got a market of, of the convenience, even with your lawn, uh, personal lawn, yeah. you found value that you'd rather spend time with your, um, boys and, uh, white girl. Yeah. Wifey. Yeah. And, Anna. <laughs> and the the funny part about that customer is that he la- later on when I was spraying his neighbor's yard, he came out and he, he said, uh, he says, I need you to come back and start <laughs> treating my yard. And I was like, oh man, not, not, now I have to stick my sign in this Ooh. mess. It, it, it kind of like, that's, I think that's the hardest part just cause I, I like my yards to look so clean and, you know, yeah. I'm putting my work behind it, but I I ended up taking him back as a customer and I told him, hey, I, I can work with you, but it's going to take some time to bring this back. Yeah. Do you do that yard in Sugarloaf, Char- Charles, Charlie, Charles? Mm. Didn't I get you one in Sugarloaf? Uh, I, I gave like everything to Russell, but I thought there was one guy that I gave you. Yeah, yeah. The, the guy you that- go past Randy's house and turn left next to Bob's I, house. I still do Bob. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you do Bob? Um, yeah, yeah. Bob Green? Yes, I'll do his yard. <laughs> How's he doing? I didn't know you did his yard. Yeah, I, I've been doing it since. Man. Since, yeah, about since I started almost. Bob Green. Yeah. That's right. We did the That's right. head streaming job that day, like many years ago. <laughs> Wait, that was that was when you worked with me that day. Yes, yes, yes. And then from that, you did his, I forget how that all went, man. It's, it was a blur. Yeah, I, you, you worked with me. We trimmed his bushes, and then you mentioned to him I did fertilizer. Yeah, I think later on you re, you referred me to him. Oh, he was right. looking for a guy because he he just um, he was. I guess he was getting tired to try to treat it himself. Yeah, he, he used to try to do it all himself, and we mm-hmm. I sanded his yard multiple times. And uh, he when 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 I started with Bob, he had zoysia, and it was so stressed. And it was struggling so bad. And we we limbed up a whole bunch of trees to get sunlight in there. And he was like, let's resod the whole thing. I was like, no, Bob. I said, you don't need to. I was like, let's just get some sunlight in here and, and some river sand and corrugate it. And I said, that zoysia will grow back. So the, the, yeah. is the zoysia looking good? or? Yeah, it's looking good now. I think the only thing it gets is it gets a fung- fungicide around July, June. Yeah. But as soon as we put down the, the product, it it gets it right. But... His yard's looking good. He's happy. He's, yeah, he's very happy with his yard right now. That's no complaints cool. from him. He's a great customer. Yeah, Bob's cool. I, I pissed him off so bad on Christmas <laughs> one day. Did you ever hear that story? No, no. His wife's a big shot. That's that's how he lives in such a nice house. His, his wife makes a lot of money. Oh. And um, so she was having a Christmas party with all the big wigs from where they work. So, so Bob called me and he said, hey, because I had already done his cleanup. He has all those trees and he's like, hey, I know you already came and cleaned everything up, but there's a few more leaves that kind of came in from the neighbors. And we just want to look perfect for my wife's party. Can you just come, you know, blow everything clean, make it make it look nice or whatever. And I get there and there's quite a there's actually quite a bit of leaves there. And uh, I don't know if you remember Cheque. Yeah, I do remember him. <laughs> but um, so so anyway, I was like, well, let's just blow all the leaves into the grass and we'll cut. We'll just chop them up instead of blowing them into the neighbor's yard or whatever. And so he had all these lights lined up along the driveway. Like, um, you know how people put their Christmas lights, but it was on the ground. Oh yeah. yeah, Like bordering the driveway. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And so anyway, he still does that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) So, so when I blew all the leaves into the grass and then with mowing, 
somehow I wasn't paying attention and my mower blade went over the, the wire for the light and, oh. and cut it. And then the whole lights, like the whole front yard, they all went out, all of them. Dang. And he was so mad. He, he oh man. Cause he told me too, he's like, Hey, whatever you do, just make sure you guys, the lights aren't going to be your way. Right. Like he made a point to make sure that I didn't mess with the lights. Like, oh no, no, they'll be fine. Yeah. And, those accidents um, happen, man. And I saw anyway, I chopped off the light. <laughs> he couldn't get them back on. So then the, the whole party happened and they didn't have the lights lit up first world problems. But Bob's such a cool guy. He still was. I mean, he was, he was mad, but he was like, yeah, <laughs> he's reasonable and, and kind. Yeah. Yeah. Now, Randy, when you were driving up to Bob's, you know, do you know Randy's house? Is it the guy to when, the right? Really nice yard. Yeah. Yeah. It's in Russell's Russell's face. Russell uses his Facebook picture is Randy's front yard. Oh yeah. Is it that house that has like that, that slope backyard with pine straw? Yeah. 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 I, I think I worked there. I remember it too. Cause it, that guy, yeah. I remember you would say, make sure you do a good job in this yard. He's super like picky. Yeah, picky. Well, he, he has cameras and like the trees hidden in the trees. Ever wish you could monitor your vehicles, drivers, and equipment in live time to improve routes, enhance job site planning, and save your business money? Well, with GPS Track It, your wish is our command. When you integrate GPS Track It with your company vehicles, you get a 24-7 view of your vehicles, so you operate at crazy levels of efficiency. It's money-saving, peace of mind lawn and landscaping companies deserve. Ever wish every day was Donut Friday? Us too, but we can't help with that. Talk with one of our fleet advisors. No pressure, no hassle. Call 1-844-996-2518 or visit gpstrackit.com slash Paul to learn more. GPS Track It. Hey guys, Paul here, and I want to tell you about an exciting event happening here in Atlanta called Synced Live. The dates for the event are February 6th through 7th, 2023. That's a Monday and a Tuesday. It's going to start on Monday afternoon at 3 p.m. and then be all day Tuesday. I'm going to be there. Really looking forward to this expo. It's going to have 70 plus innovative products and services. There's going to be a drink reception on that Monday night, February 6th. And then on Tuesday, February 7th, guys, at Synced Live, there's going to be demonstrations, educational sessions, and plenty of industry inspiration. Now, you can get your all-access pass to Expo and all the education sessions for only $99. This is the only event shaping the future by connecting all aspects of the landscape industry into one event. And it's in my city, Atlanta, Georgia, right across the street from our baseball stadium where the Braves play. So we want the next generation of landscape owners and decision makers to be there. I'm going to be there. Hopefully, you will be as well. Well, to register, all you got to do is click on the link in today's show notes. We hope to see you in Atlanta this February. Your mower blades are sharp, the whipper snipper is ready to rock, and you're all set to cut that grass and make that cash. Hi, it's Mr. Producer. I know you're ready to rock and roll, but have you thought about how to maximize your time on the mower once the podcasts are done for the day and you have hours of work still ahead? Let me recommend audiobooks from Audible. Paul has three titles that you can listen to, including Cut That Grass and Make That Cash, Best Business Practices for Landscapers, and the brand new 101 Proven Ways to Increase Efficiency and Make More Money in Lawn Care, which he so kindly allowed me to narrate. These audiobooks are a great way to make the most of your time and help you grow your business. I'll put links down in the podcast description. 
and when he works downtown Atlanta, he'll just watch us work because he has all the video footage. You know what I mean? <laughs> but um, so anyway, but he's such a nice guy. He's he's probably my favorite customer. Check mm-hmm. loved him every time uh, he would because he when he work in Atlanta, but when he would come home. Check a, he'd be like, Hey, check a, check a, come here. And he'd give check a 20 or 40 bucks for dinner. And you know, check it, want to go to Wendy's, but, um, he's always giving us tips and wow, very, very nice guy, but he, very picky about his yard. So yeah, very picky. But anyway, I, I gave that one to Russell and then, um, Ru- you know, Russell's taking care of him, yeah, t- take care of him, but using his marketing, but the yard's so nice that he, that's his, look at his, um, Next time you look at his Instagram picture or Facebook picture, yeah, that's Randy's front wow. yard. Yeah, it looks great. I think every time I've driven past it, I always glance at it because I remember, you know. Yeah. Now, what? Who? Who else are you doing in Sugarloaf? Um, I got two other customers. They were all um, Beverly. Did I give you Beverly? Mm, no, no. It's it's another. It's a new. It's um. I think she's like an Asian engineer. I, she's not. She's a very nice lady, but I don't think you know her. Single? <laughs> no. Very. No. <laughs> kids, everything. Oh, but, my. but yeah, they're good customers. And I, I have customers all around there too. So I, you know, I just go there and bang out three yards and then just, you know, I usually try to route myself to where I do at least, you know, 20 to 30 yards a day. If they're big yards, 20. If they're sl- small yards, 30. So. I got you. Yeah. Next time you see Bob, tell tell him uh, Paul. Paul said hello. <laughs> yeah. Tell him I got a podcast now. And I do the other guy, the one that you put the Zoysia yard to. His name is uh, Tom. Yeah, Tom. I still do his yard too. Did you help me do the install? That no, 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 no that no. was um, that wasn't me. Alberta, we did that. Four palaces, we just saw it. <laughs> yeah, I still treat his yard too. So and his neighbor, and then his neighbor next to his neighbor. So I have. Three yards, like, right there. Oh, I remember so, the old neighbor. Yeah. Yeah, actually, if you look at the yard, clean fescue, like, super nice. Yeah. They yeah. all, they prepay me for the year. They're all great customers. Happy yeah. and both, both I ways. I used to do down that street, Justin, Justin, um, there was a yard on that, that small little street that connects there. I, I, th- used yeah. to, I used to do a yard there, and then Tom came over one day, and he's like, hey, can you come give me a quote? Mm. Like four pallets is all you side, and I charge him a, <laughs> I charge him a lot. He didn't even flinch. Wow. Hey. Sometimes, guys, I'm telling you, like when I say raise your prices, like I'm like I'm so busy, I don't have time. I'm not going to do it. I'm going to give ridiculous price. There's no way he's going to say yes, and he did. He's he's like, yeah, he's like, this sounds good, man. He's like, I'm, I got to go to California for business. So like, just got his card on file for jobber. Boom. <laughs> That's great. Now he's happy. Yeah, and so far they're happy. Their zoysia looks great. Um, they get a lot of compliments from the neighbors. Wow, and, yeah, that, emerald zoysia. Yeah, I remember that one. Man, I have, for those of you listening and wondering why I'm going down these stories, man, I I used to work in that neighborhood for te- about ten years. Worked in the same neighborhood, and when the podcast took off and I started traveling, I actually tried to do weekly maintenance, and I just couldn't. Uh, I just didn't want to have to monitor um, crews, you know, being in a different city and a customer calling me and then mm-hmm. me calling Alberto or Cheque or whoever and being like, Hey, do this, do that. I just, that, that 
I don't care how much money I could have made. I just, I, I yeah. don't want that stress. And, and some people understand that. And some people, you need to learn to delegate. You need, well, you, you, you do you. <laughs> I, I need a simple life. Yeah. But I, I miss the people. I miss Randy. I miss Bob. I, I, I miss those folks. Yeah. They're still there. They're great people. Yeah. What was your biggest challenge um, last season? Um, last season, I would say just uh, keeping up with, with the amount of work. There's so much work out there. And um, especially during aeration season, I actually sub, I hired a subcontractor to do all my aerations and seating. I thought you bought that aerator at, at GIE. What happened with I, that? I still have that. I have that, but um, I'm just so busy with, you know, 460 customers if you, and I treat them every eight times a year. Mm-hmm. It adds up on the visits. So to do additional services like aeration, that's a one-time mm-hmm. thing that I do. I just didn't find the margin in my schedule, you know, along with having a family life and doing mm-hmm. uh, ministry and, and church outside of that. I just, I'm like, you know, it would definitely. Plus you look like you're in good shape. You've been back, back to the gym. I'm trying. I've, I've been, um, definitely eat, watching what I eat more. I think that's something I've been doing with some, fa- I've been doing some fa- Daniel fasting and stuff. And that's new to me. Cause I haven't, you know, with work. Explain what that is. So, so someone might not, <laughs> not, not all of our, uh, listenership knows what <laughs> Daniel fasting is. Yeah, Daniel fasting is basically so there's there's a biblical Daniel fast when um you know when Daniel fasted uh, he only had veggies and water and and he basically it was just to show that God would strengthen him versus like the other uh other people who were basically saying they find their strength in like you know meats and fruit and he was just basically just trying to make a point that God was his source of strength. And he seeked God during that time. And it was in, in Babylon. Um, yeah. If you, you got to read the story to understand the whole context, but basically yeah, it comes from a biblical view is really just to seek the Lord. And that's something that I decided to do this year is just, you know, take away something pleasurable, which is uh steak. Yeah. Meats, meats, meats and sweets and dairy. And, for me, that's something that I, you know, I eat out every day because I'm on the road and I'm like, you know, Zaxby's, Chick-fil-A. Hey, let's check it out. Oh, Chinese buffet. <laughs> Ooh. But now, because, you know, it's it's very hard for me because I've I have what Chinese buffet you go to? There's one on Pleasant Hill Road. I don't <laughs> know that Golden name Buddha? No, no. I don't go to anything with Buddha. I just I, <laughs> I get <laughs> I get the wrong vibes. See, I'm very like that. I, I just don't like to step in places with idols like that. M- me personal, uh, you know, me personally, everybody's different. But um, well, the Golden Buddha on Buford Highway, man, it is actually pretty good. It's good food. It's just the the environment's not. I got you. Ideal for me, but um, but yeah, I think that's something that I'm doing. It's really just trying to seek God and find breakthrough, really, in my life because I feel like um, you know, sometimes you lose that hunger to actually meditating the word of God, um, you know, fasting for relatives who don't know the Lord and, and it hurts my heart and, and I want breakthrough. I want them to find, you know, joy and happiness in Christ and then fasting for my marriage too. Cause I think, you know, it comes under attack 
through different ways, you know. And that's those are the three things that I'm fasting for. And then our community and our church is fasting in general just for a breakthrough in our city with, you know, everything happening politically, you know, economically and just any source of division and witchcraft and you know, we just, we're fasting really for the will of the Lord to break into our city. So that's something that, that's the reason why, you know, I feel like I'm just losing weight. <laughs> I got you. Yeah. But it's something that, you know, I invite everyone to do and it's hard for me because I, I don't come from a, I don't fast regularly. So it's like a challenge. Oh, it's so. tough, man. <laughs> it, it is. I met a guy once, his name's David Hogan. I don't know if you've ever known him, uh, know who he is. He's from Mexico. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a, yeah, he's an American and he, he goes to the wild, like the tribes of Mexico, like Oaxaca and stuff like that. And he preaches the gospel. And Yeah, David Hogan. I met him once, but that, yeah. that brother fast. Mm-hmm. He, I mean, he can fast. He just fast and fast and fast. Yeah. And through fasting, he's experienced a lot of spiritual breakthrough. Like he's, um seen the de- people who've died come back to life because of the power of just fasting and, and praying. That's something that I've never s- seen. And I, it's hard to even think about it, you know, like, Oh man, seeing. Well, when I looked into his eyes and, and you guys can uh, Google this guy, David Hogan, he, you're not joking. He's really laid his hands on dead people and they've come back to life. I think yeah, like yeah, yeah. 38 or 40 of them. It's wild. But what happened when I met David Hogan in person, I looked into his eyes and, and I'm, I'm, I'm staring at him and he's staring at me, but I could see when I looked into his eyes, I was like, there's something in, there's something in this man, just the, I'm not talking about his personality. Cause he's kind of, he's from, you know, back the backwoods of Louisiana. He's, you know, he's the little uh, country boy. I'm not talking about his personality. I'm just saying there's out of every human being's eyes I've ever looked into. I've never seen a man. I'm like, this guy knows something that I don't like. He just, he had a, a glow, a, um, a brightness, a uh, confidence. I don't know how to explain it, but it convicted me. It convicted me so yeah. bad. And um, we, at the time, I remember I was, I was um, really, really um, intertwined in the, my Cleveland Browns, a football team. And uh, I just started getting convicted. Like, man, this guy, this guy is focused on things of eternity that actually matter. And I'm, I'm all worried about who's, you know, if, if Baker May at the time, Baker Mayfield's the Browns quarterback, which is another story. <laughs> but, uh, you know, I was more worried about if, if, if Baker and Nick Chubb were going to get it done that afternoon. And I'm like, this guy truly cares about people's souls. And yeah, anyway, but what I'm trying to correlate is I think because of his sacrifice to fasting, what, whatever that, that deep, bright countenance I've seen in his eyes, I've never seen another human being ever. I was like, there's, there's something he's done in secret to, to get that, um, to get to that point in life and and closeness to God that he has the sacrifice. So, yeah, a lot of stuff happens behind the scenes when you fast and some things we can't comprehend, but we do know there is a God out there that's immensely powerful and he moves. And that's the reason why I fast and, and I've seen him answer prayers in my life and then my marriage and even the fact that my business is where it's at now, it's all because of God and I give him all the glory and, and it just compels me to really fast. And I hope that, you know, everyone that listens to the show, if <laughs> fasting is great because it, it teaches you self-discipline. We live in a society where it's like, 
oh, like I want, you know, you, you want to order something. All you got to do is go on Amazon, order it. You see fast food, you get it. It's like, I want it. I get it. <laughs> that song, there's a song by some famous singer that says that I want it. I got it. I don't know who, oh, Ariana Grande. That's her name. I've heard it. But either way, we live in a society that that's just where people want everything. And, and I think fasting just teaches you self-discipline that like, hey, you know, it's it, it sets limits on your de- desires. And I think even that will help you set des- uh, on your spending. You know, you want you need to be disciplined on what you watch, what time you go to bed, you know, and it, just having discipline is good if you want to be successful all around, not just in business, but also relationally with people and with God. So I think that's something that I lack, um, that I, I was just sensing that I was lacking. And I think it's helping me a lot. Nice. Yeah. And there's the physical benefit because you were getting a little chunky last time I saw you. Now you're looking better. Yeah, better. <laughs> you, you, Felipe is a soccer player. So you you soccer boys, man, they, they, they are... Uh, Oh yeah. Well built. I think all that cardio or what, I don't know. I was watching the world cup and I was like, man, these brothers are, they're in shape. Yeah. Yeah. I play a lot of soccer and and some ultimate frisbee. I play that a lot too. I just love basketball. Yeah. And even furting and squirting, you're, you're moving around, you know? Yeah. Not with the new ride on machines. Oh, (laughs) (laughs) I thought you had that little one, dude. I have that too, but I thing. yeah, I use that for two of my apps for um, one of my slow release fertilizers. I usually like to do it with that. And then the lime that I just got done putting out. I yeah, used we, it we got some DMS about my lime comments from our last episode. So yeah, apparently people didn't like me questioning <laughs> it. You should put that lime. Hey, put um, it down. It's good for potassium, uh, calcium, and then it helps balance the pH level of the soil. We'll yeah. leave it at that. We'll leave it at that. <laughs> don't, don't stop DMing me. It, oh man. <laughs> but it it is uh, arguably the most profitable application. That's a fact for lawn care companies, but it is still beneficial for the yard. So, yeah. All right, Felipe, how can people connect with you? I know you shouted out your social medias uh, last time and, and Lamont Hairston uh, took advantage of that. And is, is, is uh, your friends with my boy Pookie now. So um, if anyone else, if you guys want to uh, meet Felipe, on the interwebs, what's your, um, socials or whatnot? Um, I think I'm, I'm mostly on Instagram and at Felipe.Saldana14. Okay. And then you, I'm on Facebook too. That's usually what I'm on. I haven't made my YouTube channel yet. I'm now you've been t- I, five years ago. You're told when you're working with me, you told me you're going to start that. I, I should soon. I, I think I would have a lot of content not to put out and experience with different things, business related. So I think, Maybe I just, I've been working on other stuff like with music and just doing stuff, different stuff. Yeah. And you got a wife and two kids. Wife, man. They, yeah. You have to, family always comes first. So, and I know YouTube, I know a lot of guys that are big into the YouTube world. They later on, they end up, you know, delegating it and having other people run it because it's just like, it takes so much time. So. Yeah. Well, this podcast, people don't realize how much time it is just to do a podcast. Cause for a long time, yeah, even, people are like, you should do YouTube, Paul. And I'm like, let me, let me <laughs> try to figure out how to do this podcasting thing every day. If I can figure that out, then I'll add YouTube. So anyway, I started posting on YouTube, uh, green industry podcast channel every day. I, uh, I've been making a post. So that's a great, so far this year I've posted every single day, uh, which is my goal. And 
you know, try to make them, you know, very valuable posts. So they're not just, um, uh, but anyway, I try, try my best. Uh, I'll leave it at that. (laughs) (laughs) You be the judge. I have fun though on, on the, on the YouTube. All right. Well, I appreciate you stopping by Felipe and, uh, you guys who live in Atlanta, uh, come on out to Synced Live. Uh, if you are listening to this before February 6th and 7th, 2023, it's in uh, Marietta, right there off 285 at the Cobb Galleria, across the street from where the Atlanta Braves baseball field is. And uh, Jeremiah Jennings is coming over from Alabama. Naylor's coming down from uh, uh, Midlothian, Virginia. And we're going to have, like they do at the Super Bowl for the uh, radio row, we're going to have podcast row. We're going to have tables set up, and we're going to be podcasting there. There's going to be booths there. There's going to be educational training sessions there all day long. Um, So uh, it's a a huge discount right now online uh, where you can save big. And with the ticket, you can go to all the educations, um, the booths, come hang out with uh, Jeremiah, Naylor, and I. So uh, February 6th and 7th in Atlanta. It's called Sync Live. Love to have you here in our city. So thanks for uh, stopping by the uh, Green Street Podcast Studios. You like the new place, huh? Yeah, it's super, super dope, man. I like it. Thank you. All right. Well, thanks right. for listening, guys. Smash that follow button. Hope to catch you on the next episode. You need to increase your prices to earn more. But you better do it correctly or your customers will become unhappy. You want to discover the proven method to easily increase your prices? I've assembled the Price Increase Letter Template. It's a plug-and-play document that will allow you to inform your customers in the correct way so that they understand why and will gladly accept your price increase. You can pick up the Price Increase Letter Template today at the Resource Center at thegreenindustrypodcast.com. Hey, it's Marty, producer of the Green Industry Podcast. This episode is over, but check the episode notes for links to products and services that you heard about during the episode. And thanks for listening.